All the latest news, views and reaction to the A-League, the Socceroos and Australian football. This is 442 FM. Thank you for tuning in to 442FM. Uh, we're back for another week. We are... We're, we're barely here. I would... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been, been been a big weekend for some of us. It's been a big weekend. There is a very croaky Adam as your presenter. A croaky Kevin Ayres. And slightly tired. It's tired. Emotional. Ben's, Ben's back again for another week. He Can seems pretty, pretty chirpy. I'm fresh, feeling good. Fresh. And, and we've actually broken Con completely. <laughs> Con, <laughs> Con is broken. Uh, and But John, Johnny Davidson, hello mate. Greetings, salutations. You are, um, y- y- we've just woken you up, but um, that's no excuse. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. I think it's probably fair to say we're all in better shape than a new, certain Newcastle Jets goalkeeper as well. Yeah, that's fair to say. But I'm not actually, I actually, I'm not sure if I was yesterday on Monday, I, Sunday morning. To be fair, I, I don't think I could play a game of professional football on Friday. No. And, and he's come out and said that he's, he's, he's up for he's it. He's hoping to, but I, I definitely, he's Superman. I definitely couldn't have made training today. I did see a selfie of you, Kevin, and it looked very similar to, to Vera. <laughs> yeah. Was Shane Smeltz invited to your party, Kevin? <laughs> it did feel like he, I had had him running over my head when I woke up on uh, Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon as it was anyway let's start in Adelaide on Friday I was already pretty drunk by this point actually so uh, you might have to uh, you might have to remind me of, of what happened on the, uh, on this game just to recap Adam has been up in Byron for the weekend celebrating his end of season with his football club end of season football Kevin was Celebrating a, uh, I was getting engaged. Engagement. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, you'll you have to bear with us. Yeah. We, we actually we there, need to... there was there's a few blank spots in our recollections. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Between us, we're hoping we can cobble something together. Um. Okay then. So a Spaniard scored two goals. Um. Should we move on to the next game? From zero to hero. <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah. Adelaide I United. Losses first two rounds. Mm. Yeah, um, I think Wanderers yeah came out of that very luckily. Uh, but having said that, Adelaide United got to look more threatening in front of goal than relying on goals to to get a share of the points. Yeah, uh, they should have. And Wanderers not up at full steam at all. Um, I think it's going to be a long season for both these sides and for their fans. And for us, for having to watch them. <laughs> you just talked about Adelaide's lack of firepower. I think Ely Babal's been injured as well. He's got out for six weeks with a foot, according to reports. Already? Apparently. Gosh, that didn't take long. Yeah. Mm. So that further depletes their stocks. and Like you just said, it might be a long season for them. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. I could see that, again, I got flashbacks to, to Gumbo where you know they were trying to do new things slightly and it wasn't quite working for them and maybe it will work later in the season. Mm-hmm. But yeah, without any penetration and uh, that clinical finishing touch in the final third, it's just it's, it's frustrating to watch. Uh, even for a neutral, God knows, God knows what it's like for a fan. Probably deserves some time. New coach who is untried. Yeah. So it is going to take some time, but you assume he'd just carry on what Gombau's doing, and it should be a bit more seamless. Mm. Um, like you just said, the football wasn't great on yep. Friday. Yeah. Wasn't pretty. Yeah. It was. Um, it was definitely a game for, for Tarek Elrich, though. You know, scoring with a wicked deflection, and then uh, coughing up the ball, which le- allowed Andrew to score. So it was, two goal assists. Uh, so yeah, he assisted both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. get fantasy points for that? Old club. <laughs> well, that clearance for the second goal that was a that was a shocker from a guy who's you know a soccer is right back. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't good. Yeah, rush of blood to the head. And uh, Adelaide got uh, with Galakovic uh, out for six, six weeks. weeks as well. Yep, they're really 
struggling, going to struggle, I think. Mm. Uh, although Hull, to be fair, you know, didn't look that bad uh, from what I've seen of him so far. That first half of last week uh, yeah. wasn't, wasn't pretty, but then he improved dramatically after that, once possibly the nerves got out of the way. Which well, I suppose that's good for a goalkeeper to a young goalkeeper to to have that you know get your your bad patch out of the way, but then yeah, actually come out of it the other side. That's shades of Matt Ryan. Yeah, and he's pretty like much a... guaranteed a starting berth for the next six weeks. No, yeah. Absolutely, there's yeah. no one else really there. Itzo's gone. Probably yeah. regretting that decision now. Yeah, mm. left for the Mariners. Yeah, and um, and Redmayne as well in the yeah. other in he the was, other goal. He was, he was good. good. Yep, a lot of question marks around him and. Mm. Um, but he was he was solid on the weekend. There was a, yeah, he made a good couple of. Um, I think I was had a few disparaging words about his reflex saves last weekend. But there, there was <laughs> yeah. a couple of good stretches and uh, reflex saves this weekend, and his distribution is very, is very good. McGowan, John, impressed. Yeah, yeah, I thought um, I thought he's sort of making a. a a, a, a fair, fair fist of being in Adelaide obviously came in I think last season and um, yeah I think he's going to be a key key player for them just so, on, sorry just on wonder is one of the players who I was keeping a close close eye on in the first game is Castellan he, he looks really good plays nice passes intricate quick feet just lacks that end product mm-hmm. and it kind of typifies mm-hmm. Wanderers at the moment they're just not really able to finish things off um so, it's probably part, a big part of their problem, I think. Well, did it come out, was it after the game or slightly before the game, that Popovich and him have got a bit of a strained relationship oh, really? at the moment? Another one? More? Yeah. Mm. But, but, yeah, apparently he's, uh, he's frustrated by his... I, I, uh, by certain parts of his game, which I can only imagine is his end product. Yeah. I can imagine. He I mean, seems to keep hold of it a little bit too long for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got the speed and he's got the touch and he's got the vision and everything, but mm. yeah, it's just finishing the moves. Taking the right option. Yeah, the yeah. decision making, I think, is probably the issue. Um, but yeah, it's not a good sign when Popovich is having issues with players just two weeks into the new season. Yeah. And that's starting to become a bit of a, a habit, and if that comes to anything more. But if he is having problems with him in this mass ex- exodus that everyone else got the got the chop, why is he still? Why there? is he still there? Yeah. Well, he's clearly got talent. He, he looks mm. a good player, but he just can't get that end part right. So if he figures that out, then potentially he'll be a top player. I think. Mm. Disappointing attendance, nine and a half thousand. I think it's been disappointing, pretty much across the board so far, uh, with the exception of the the Melbourne derby. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting. I was listening to uh, an interview with uh, Damien DeBone on uh, the Daily Football Show, uh, one of our, our friendly rivals that I was on last week. Uh, and they're confident that things are going to build up, and the, but they didn't want to play all the best cards in the first opening round of mm-hmm. derbies and so forth. So they want to go for the slow build. But I think maybe the, there is a growing argument just to give us an extra week of clear air, maybe even two, yeah. between the end of AFL, NRL, get that international weekend out of the way, and then, and then go. bang into, yeah. uh, into the A-League season. Uh, I think there's been too many distractions going on, uh, and then we can uh, really crank things up a bit better. I know it's delaying, but we can delay it at the other end as well. Yeah. In saying that, I think the crowds in Brisbane and Newcastle were encouraging, probably above expectations. I think there was twelve thousand in Newcastle and fourteen thousand in Brisbane, which is which is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's all right. Yeah. yeah. Given their off figures. seasons for both yeah. clubs. I was thinking more of uh, the, the the figures from last weekend than this weekend. Yes. Yeah. I was out of action this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like you just alluded to, it is the fixturing. Like, there's just not those big fixtures which will get those crowds. Yeah. Maybe the Adelaide Melbourne game at Adelaide Oval was the one they thought might get. Yeah, no, I think 000. I think the, the fact that it was nineteen thousand was disappointing. Well, yeah. I know nineteen thousand was disappointing yeah. to them, but by the same token, nineteen thousand is still a good result for a mm. match in in Adelaide. Mm. It's just not as good as I think they'd hoped for. And I think the other thing as well, we we have had opening weekends where we've we've had the big derbies uh, to kick things off, and inevitably they've been almost always a disappointment <laughs> because the teams are still raw. You know, yeah. they're, they're lacking match sharpness. Mm. 
uh, they haven't played properly competitively for a decent whack. I think it is better to to leave the derbies until things are settled a bit more. Mm. And to be honest, A League fans will turn out for almost any new match uh, at the beginning of a season because they just want the new season underway. The, the, yeah. They're so excited by the season starting and has been starved of A League football for so long in this country. Yeah, uh, you'd want you'd want probably a like a sorry to interrupt. You'd want like a, a victory. Home game opening round, mm. yeah. wouldn't you? You'd, you'd think yeah. that's that's go, one that you can count on. Go, to have go a good... for the the big teams playing at home just to generate yeah. the buzz and excitement, uh, and work on that basis rather than work off uh, a big name clashes necessarily. Mm. And then up on the Hunter, um, up in Newcastle, uh, with Sydney FC, which was nightmare, a- nightmare in Hannah Street. <laughs> <laughs> It was a uh, it was a bit of an arm wrestle, and then it was uh, a late near post header that secured the win for uh, for Sydney FC. Um, that must have felt like a kick in the teeth. <laughs> oh, you were saving that one. Uh, was the goal a bit of a mistake from the keeper as well? Um, who was on? The, whoever was on the front post that just decided to leave it, mm. and uh, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there was anyone on the post. Mm. The, I, I, I think there was there was a defender on the on oh God, I can't remember who it was on the front post just before the the corner was about to be taken right. saw the yeah. the run of Brosk and I think went to try and narrow like attack the ball didn't get there quick enough and then it, it snuck in that in that near post which is yeah poor poor corner defending I would say poor mm. corner techers mm. and then there was uh, the Smelts and Berrigetti incident. Which... There's been a lot of talk about this, and Boz. All right, Boz, come on, give us give us your thoughts on the, on the matter. When you see the uh, the stills from it, it looks terrible for Smelts. Uh, you can see that uh, Burra's got to the ball and has it under control, and Smelts is still almost a yard away at that stage. Yeah, but when you watch it in real time. Honestly, it happens like, like that. So quick. You just, you. He, I, don't, I genuinely don't think he could have pulled out. Uh, he was going at such a pace. Burrow was coming towards him at such a pace. Um, it was, it was, yeah. It was just a racing incident, as they'd say in F one. Mm. It's a horrible, horrible thing to happen. What is just amazing is Smeltzy's record of doing this, uh, mm. and to do it twice to the same club's Squad. goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, is just incredible. The thing is, if sorry to interrupt, Kev, if you do mistime a tackle like that anywhere else on the field, it's a booking. It's just because the goalkeeper's got his head on the ground over the ball, and it's unfortunate. But mm. I suppose that's probably the grey area where, if it happens anywhere else, it's it's a yellow card. Well, I think no. To be fair, I mean, if it was deemed to be deliberate, uh, a deliberate bad tackle where he'd missed the ball and. Uh, that would be a yellow card, whether it was a goalkeeper or not. Yeah, uh, and I think that it, was it a booking. Did he get away with it? No, no, no booking at all. No booking. See, that is wrong. He should have been booked for it. Yeah. Uh, um, but by the same token, I don't think for one second it was a sending off because it wasn't deliberate. Yeah, uh, it, I mean, was, it wasn't yeah. outrageously uh, dangerous. I agree, it wasn't deliberate, but it's still like the coach said, reckless to to leave your leg there to go for a ball you're never going to win. Well, again, when you watch it happen in real time, it happens in the blink of an eye. Mm. And I just don't think there was any way for him to to pull out. He was attacking at a rate of knots. Burrow was coming out at a rate of knots. Um, Burrow was being brave, and he was being brave because those are the consequences of what can happen. You know. Uh, Goalkeepers are very well protected. What are your thoughts on the matter? Yeah, I I, I think... um, I'd agree. I mean, I don't. I don't think it was intentional, but but yeah, I think it was reckless. And considering his past history, um, definitely shouldn't have been. It should have been a, a yellow. And I think really the match review panel should have a look at. Obviously, they can't because of the the laws um, that it was you know, deemed to be dealt on the food. But I think um, you know something like that, even if it is accidental, it's it's pretty bad a kick in the face like that. And, and obviously, he's got he's got form. Um, and I think it was. A little bit unlucky because Hoffman's goal should have stood. So a little bit unlucky there for the Jets. Yeah. So going going back to Smelts just quickly then. So 
he is a seasoned attacker. He spends he spent a very large part of his career in in the box with goalkeepers diving at his feet. He's probably going to have collisions like this. You know, you, a, a striker wouldn't be doing his job unless he's going in for those sort of. So mm. to to say he has history, you know the um, the was it young young incident? Yeah. You know that was <laughs> that was a a, a very horrendous uh, example of, of of these sort of collisions. But you know, does that you you can't not go in for loose balls? Uh, and although he was about to have it under control, he didn't have it under control yeah. when uh, Smeltz committed himself to go for it. Uh, it is unfortunate, but by, we, it, it's a contact sport, and keepers have to be brave for a reason, Yeah, because they can get hurt. Uh, I, th- I think when you see the stills and you see some of the footage slowed down, and the, especially the blood and the teeth after it, and there's, there's one where, it, you know, he's... Ankles deep in Birigiti's face, mm. uh, you know, and it doesn't. It looks horrendous. But then, as you said, when it's sped up in the in, in normal time, Bira flies out at his feet, and Smelts is running as fast. I've watched it three or four times <laughs> at full speed, and I actually still can't see the moment the collision's made. It happens so quickly. Mm. Um, you see it in slow motion, obviously, and you see it in the stills, but uh, at full speed, it's just. It's, it's over and done with and within a, uh, a blink of an eye. Uh, and yeah, my heart goes out to mirror. Nobody wants to see anybody's face getting that kind of treatment. No. But it's part of the sport, unfortunately. Uh, it shouldn't happen, but you can't... To legislate against that happening would make the game such a softcock mm. sport uh, that there would be no contact whatsoever. Goalkeepers get a lot of protection at the best of times. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, th- I think, yeah... You can't take it any further from that. It's funny. The next game that night, uh, victory versus City, there was a similar potential incident where where the first goal for City was scored and Vukovic probably didn't go as hard as he should have. Yep. And it's it's funny how that pans out. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously going to look at the back of uh, keepers' minds. Um, would it, would he have seen that? Do you reckon he would have known that that had happened at that point? I'd be surprised. So what's don't know. Mm, they would have been in their warm up. I can't imagine they have their phones. Yeah, phones get taken off them usually as soon as yeah, they it's one of those. Um, it was one of those injuries. I think they would have been, you know, shared around the world. I think fans would have been talking about it. it mm. would have been, there would have been people at the stadium talking about it. The injury. Yeah. It was. It was towards the end of the game, though. So this is twenty minutes before kickoff. I, I can't imagine he would have. Yeah, true. Yeah. Maybe. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so Sydney FC now unbeaten in sixteen away league games, and that's uh, that's an A league record. That's even better than. Roar's record when they got their astonishing overall unbeaten run. Apparently so. That's very impressive. Yeah. Shame they can't do anything at home. At home. <laughs> just got to learn to win at home. Yeah. <laughs> just, just one final one, I suppose, in this game. Yep. Seb Ryle, I don't know if you saw the incident, got booked for a dive, uh, which he's he's got history of as well. He, he did this against Victory last year where yep. he conned, I think, a penalty against Finkler and then rubbed it in his face a little bit yeah, as well. Yeah, gave him a little cheeky slap on the I neck. I suppose he, his reputation you know, it's going to start... Um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not great. Been taking lessons off Broski. <laughs> used to be his great trick. trick. <laughs> Milk at anything, any contact for uh, any contact for a penalty. Uh, it's, I, I don't like seeing that at all. Um, the thing that... I've said this many times before, the thing that about Broski that really annoyed me was he would go to ground when he was still had a really, really good chance of scoring. Mm. Mm. It's probably less appropriate with Royal, uh, who's less likely to score, but even still. Stay on your feet, play it through. Yeah, I, diving is just... It's a funny one, is, is is diving in. Especially over here, it's, it's, it's a common thing that other codes throw at soccer. Isn't it? You know, they fall over on the ground and they dive and they're pansies and you know. So, so when things like this happen, it causes an uproar. Every all everyone that's involved in football, it should be banned. You should get sent off. There should be retrospective punishment, and which you know, it's it's part of. Unfortunately, it is part of the game. See, I, I think diving covers so many evils. Uh, there are. The instance where there is absolutely no contact made whatsoever and a, a player goes to ground, that's diving in yeah. my book. Uh, and that's simulation. And that, in my book, is a red card. 
just send them off, wipe that out. But most of the time, what you've got is exaggeration. Yeah. Uh, and that's just trying to send a message to the referee that I've been manhandled in an illegal way, do something about it. Yeah. Uh, mm. And I don't think... The reason we have to do that is because the refs don't see everything. See everything as well as they should do. Uh, you, um, it always amazes me how sharp and perceptive, for example, rugby union referees can be. They see so much going on in malls and rocks and stuff like that, where people are, you know, there's a lot of action going on, yet they still manage to see exactly when the balls are released and who's gouging who and everything else. They sometimes get it wrong though, Kevin. <laughs> as you, uh, as <laughs> I was ready for that. You had, you had to bring it up, didn't you? <laughs> it's not the time to be praising rugby union refs. Yeah, as a Scott. It's true, Scott. But I was trying to put that to one side. <laughs> Sorry, mate. But yeah, yeah. That's you just that's that was a trigger. <laughs> All right, let's let, let's Going move on. Trauma again. Let's move on. Uh, Melbourne derby. Now this was. This is nice to have. A, uh, this is why it's good to have a derby so early. Forty thousand people cram into the Etihad, and it's a, and it's a good game as well. Five goal, five yeah. goal thriller, and a good turnaround as well. Where victory were two 0 up, and uh, yeah. uh, City clawed the way back into the game again, only to still face suffer defeat at the end of it. it. And it didn't feel like it in the early stage of this game. It was like, oh, this is going to be one of the, another Adelaide. Uh, victory from from last from uh, the, week, the first round, but then it just sparked into life and some really good uh, substitutions from JBS to to try and bring back claw back some, something back from this game. And then a lot of talk about taking Robert Curran off as well. I think City fans might be getting fed up with him a little bit. Uh, I think they're getting fed up with him. Disappointment. He's not really sort of. Followed up, I guess his his background, his career, and his resume in the A League. I think I'm astonished he got a second season at City. To be honest, he's marquee, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just the most bizarre signing in the first place, and to still be here after the season he had last year. Uh, he's shown very, very occasionally a sign of the quality that he has previously been capable of, but the rest of the time he's cruising. He's yeah. on holiday. Uh, it's just terrible. Uh, but Aaron Moy's uh, assist. What a pass! <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> Everything about that was just stunning. He just hoofed it, didn't he? Yeah. Was he even aiming for it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> even Mork's first touch was just perfect. Yeah. It was a really nice goal. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that was just so beautifully worked. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Cal Fowler, uh still showing that he's got it from last season. And I thought the interesting thing, although Borussia got the winner, the ultimately the winner, and is you know the ultimate competitive performer uh, for victory, yeah. I still think he might be off the boil. You know, I still think he might just be uh, a busted flush these days. Well, I suppose that's it. If you can, if you can be not playing your best and still score the winner in a derby <laughs> then you know that's, yeah. that's why he, he's still in that team that's and he's, his job yeah. I guess I guess he almost scored the winner five minutes prior to that with a header which was you know, a good header and then he's just popped up for the winner he was determined to get that goal I think mm. that's his style I mean certainly that's what he brings to the side is just that relentlessness and that yep. never yep. ever giving up uh, chasing down everything yep. in his pursuit of victory but I still just think he's increasingly off the boil and the goals are getting yeah. further and further apart. But yeah, maybe not. I'll prove, be proven wrong, happily. It, it, yeah, it could just be a blip in his form at the start of the season. But I saw the same thing towards the latter half of last season as well, though, I felt. Yeah, no, yeah you're right, actually. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll happily be proven wrong. And then he scored a goal in the grand final. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just what he does, isn't but, it? But you know, he is a striker. That's his job. So yeah. that's that's what you would expect of him to do. Yeah. But the thing that made him stand out before was he was knocking them in mm. uh, on a large scale with great frequency. Mm. And when that frequency begins to die down, he just becomes another striker. I think. Uh, although, like I say, he still brings that relentless pursuit uh, to the to the game. Yeah. 
you mentioned. The, uh, sorry, you go, mate. You, you, well, I was going to talk about um, the the two city goals. Probably, like you mentioned, the Vukovic is was at fault for the first one. Mm. Um, the second one as well. He, he didn't really come out with any commitment to to take the ball there, and probably could have done better with both for me. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I was quite surprised. Uh, I've been surprised by his run so far with Victor. I, I had better aspirations for him. Yeah. I thought this was really his opportunity to really stake his claim as one of the A-League's best goalkeepers, which I think he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just doesn't seem to have quite settled properly at Victory yet. Uh, but give him time. He did break the um, Hyundai A-League appearance record. Yeah. So... Um, Across five or six clubs or whatever it is, a bit of a journeyman. Yeah. yeah. Is it is it as many as that? Maybe five. Five. Mariners, Wellington, Four. Glory, Victory. Four. I thought Four. it was just four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Exaggeration was six then. <laughs> <laughs> For effect. But that's yeah. just exaggeration. It wasn't a complete dive. No. <laughs> so w- w- you're just getting booked for that one. Just it wasn't a red card. See, I, I don't even know if it's an exaggeration. That's fine. I'll let you away with that. That's okay. <laughs> um, but Barbarous is just proving how deadly that uh, attack is of victories. Um, you, three yeah. goals, three different attackers, yeah. both all of which you would fully expect to score every single game. Yeah. Uh, so even I just... Lament anybody that takes on victory this season. Yeah. It's, mm. Their defence is just going to be run ragged. Even Connor Payne popped up for the assist for the winner. Um, so there's there's talent there. Yeah. But you're just talking about their, their I suppose, weapons. Uh, there was some reports today that Cal Fowler's injured his neck at training. Uh, not, I saw pictures of that. Not yeah. sure how serious it is, but if, you know, if, I think like we said last week, if they do lose one or two of these players, that, that's maybe the reason why they might. Yeah, you know, but I mean. Up. Yeah, but even then, they've got so much depth. You know, there's such an impressive front mm. line that. Inkler. It looks a lot better than anyone else in this comp, though. Yeah, it looks a lot better than the salary cap suggests it should do. As well. <laughs> what about, what about that city? That city top line? I think City are potentially very impressive as well, but it's whether or not Van Chip can get the best out of them. And that's going to be the big test this season, I think. Or the big Is Aaron Hughes injured or was he still injured? Still injured, I think. He, 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 he came injured, didn't he? Or not 100% fit, so I don't think he was in the squad for the. I think he was he was off though for the um, for Northern Ireland's game, which obviously sort of went into the Euros. All oh, right, all oh, right. right, maybe. Hmm. We'll have to. We should probably find find a journalist and get them to, to look into that. <laughs> yeah, he was on international duty. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fan problems, bloody soccer, getting all these aggressive soccer fans turning up to games. There was ten that was ejected. Ten. It was making headline news on all the all the major TV and radio stations over the weekend. Was it the, and ten? Was it this ten. weekend that had the that? Newsman in the gutter trying to take a picture of a flare in the middle of a road. Was it? I think it might have been. Yeah. Saw some stills of I that. Think, Channel 9. I think the fans. highlight of that game was there was a post on Facebook and it was um, two victory fans, one with an unfortunate monobrow, I think, <laughs> and um, they were burning a Melbourne City jersey in the stands. I mean, that's. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, it wasn't a monobrow, it was a striped bro. Bro, yes, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. The, it, it stripes edged into it. That was just a delight. Yeah, I do. I, I do think... love the jersey burning like it's sort of some sort of George W. Bush Pakistan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it also it just nastily melted, and you could just imagine the burning <laughs> sensation on whoever was holding <laughs> yeah. that, stripping hot myelin all over his wrist. Mm, um, yeah, come on, media agencies, stop giving. Sorry. The A-League a hard time. Yes. Um, before we go on to the next match, just uh, to recap that we've got a brand new issue out at the moment uh, of 442 Magazine, which is our 10th birthday special collector's edition issue. Uh, we've got an epic uh, one-on-one conversation with uh, Boza, who looks back on everything he's done in his life and... It's very full and frank about the whole lot. Uh, very honest. And uh, stretches for pages. It's a fantastic read. 
Uh, it was great to sit down with the big man and uh, hear his thoughts on everything. Uh, we've also got a look back at uh, 10 years of 442 and what's happened in the interim since we launched in 2005, uh, at probably the perfect time with the launch of the A-League. And uh, a month later, Socceroos making it into... Uh, First World Cup in 32 years. We've got a, a big feature by your man Ben here on Resurrection Roos. The rise and fall and rise again of the Socceroos of the last 10 years. We've got uh, 10 years of Tim Cahill. Uh, Michael Lynch sat down with uh, our enduring Socceroos superstar, who's the only one to survive from 2005 to the present day. Uh, looking back at his career and uh, getting his thoughts on how to be a Socceroos international striker. Uh, also, we've got an extract from uh, the new A-League book, uh, The Tumultuous Story of the First Decade by John Stensholt and Sean Mooney. It's easy for you to say. It is. It <laughs> drips off the tongue. Uh, and uh, that looks at uh, how the A-League gets set up. We've got another extract of the book uh, from Frank about Frank Loy, Joe Margot's new biography, A Second Life. And if you join 442FC, our new uh, members-only club, you can win a copy of that every day this week. Uh, just join up, uh, sign up at 442FC.com. You'll get uh, our daily newsletter giving you the best of 442 and lots of freebies and giveaways. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, get on board with that and this week especially you'll be able to uh, stand a chance of winning a copy of that great new book by the magazine and uh, enjoy us for the second half of normal service being resumed on <laughs> come, FM. come celebrate our birthday with us um, yeah and that's 442fc.com the numbers 442fc Brisbane Raw they are top of the league no one would have predicted that. And they're getting good crowds as well. Which, considering uh, uh, everybody was threatening a boycott of staying away and have boycotted the yep. memberships, uh, the people, the locals have been turning out in force for them. It's great to see. It is really good to see. And um, Macca is absolutely smashing it up there. Your former, former glory, yep. McLaren. Two goals, two assists in the first two games. Any addition? Is he better than Messi? I'm just going to put it out. <laughs> I think probably probably, <laughs> probably is probably better than Clearly. Messi and Ronaldo combined. I think uh, the, uh, if if he can continue this record, so he'll he'll 27 goals, 27 assists by the end of the the, the actual season. He's better than Messi. Well, the one I think we should just give him the Ballon d'Or now. Give yeah. him. Well, is, is he nominated? He should be nominated. Oh, next year. Next year. He'll, out he'll be on next year. If Luongo gets nominated this year, clearly McLaren goes next year. Yeah. 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 It's going to happen. Yeah. But he is, I think anybody who saw him at Perth Glory and the, the cameos he made there, whoops, um, isn't going to be surprised by what he's, he's doing this season. Yeah. Uh, I, he was my first pick in every single fantasy football team I'm in. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, He's just living up to all the hype and hopefully he stays fit and doesn't go to his head and stays on top of his game the way he is. And he's got a good strike partner in Barella. Absolutely. Like they they look so good together. Yeah, yeah. They uh, work so well. They're great. All that's missing is Devante Kluke getting a first team <laughs> Your boy. start. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going to push Are that you on corner. commission or something? Yeah. For <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just think the three of them together, that's a lethal combination. I, I, I prefer Kluke to... A Lustica. Lustica is very good, though. Uh, I just think Klute offers more, personally. And if I had to choose between the two, I'd be uh, playing Klute. Talking to Borello, two shots, two goals. That's pretty good. It's efficient. Very efficient. Yeah. yeah that first goal, what a finish as well. That was a tight angle. Yeah. Turn, bang. Beautiful yeah. goal. Is he better than Lewandowski? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> He's better than Messi. <laughs> I think a quick one on Lewandowski. He scored. I know he scored a ridiculous amount of goals, but like the last few weeks, he's only scored like one or two. So the, his record of you know when he first it was like nine goals in two games, and then it was like ten goals in three games, and then it was like like eleven goals in four games, eleven goals in five games. You know, it's still impressive. But how long is this going to go on for before well, they yeah. stop mean, when you, saying how many it is? When you set the bar at five goals in nine minutes, <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> 
you got to live up to that for the rest of your career. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just a disappointment and a flop. What a flop. Yeah. Um, sorry, that was just a... Uh, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll carry on talking about it. Uh, but yes, I might still be drunk. Um, <laughs> Central Coast Mariners again. I thought playing surprisingly well. Uh, it's a good young team. Um, I think probably will struggle as everyone suggested mm. this season. But I think Tony Walmsley will be uh, happy with what he's producing, and by the end of the season, I expect them to be selling on good young players, uh, both internationally and if not internationally. Being snapped up by the rivals, uh, a squad depth. Um, I think there's a, a lot of potential on that side. He, he, he still thinks it can get better as well. I'm sure it can. Actually, I'm sure it can. There's a lot of youth players that you know just are coming through, uh, and once they get to grips with uh, the A League and the opposition and each other, they're going to surprise a few teams along the way mm. uh, and get some good results. Uh, but generally speaking, they're not going to trouble the top six. Personally, I don't think. But Brisbane Roar, I felt the same way about them at the beginning of the season. Look at them, top. Top of the table, five goals in their opening two games. Yep. Lovely old job. Master coach, John Aloisi. He's doing, doing well. The he Alo- is, yeah. The Aloisi brothers. It's, uh, you know, he's at last got a team that's not plagued by injuries so far. Uh, so... Who knows what he's capable of? We never really saw it at City. No. Good stuff. So, we'll come on to Ben's. Well, yeah, I, I can see you've got the most notes for this one. You're not wrong. <laughs> Glory 1, Wellington Phoenix 2. Yeah. And, uh, Sandor. Well, he's, oh, Shandor. I, that seemed that, to change halfway yeah, yeah. through the game. Are we having that? Second half they came on, as it suddenly became Shandor. <laughs> I'm sure you said Shandor in the Maybe first the half. Maybe the media managers jumped up to Fox Sports at half-time and corrected the pronunciation. I reckon somebody did, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, well, he scored two and two. Is he as good now? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, was, it, it, was, it was only a late winner that, that took, any, took the point away from glory. Um, but... Come on, what, what, what do your notes say? Well, Wellington seemed to dominate the game, so it's it's Fair. clearly some problems for Glory. Glory's only avenue to goal was set pieces, and that's where they scored. That's where they tried to score all game. So that's the big issue, like I said last week. They just don't have an avenue to goal. Um, so some some serious questions about Glory and where they're going and um, if the they're going to add some reinforcements or what they're doing. Straight to the bottom, I think. Mm. I mean, they are seriously becoming wooden spoon contenders. Yeah, from mine. Well, there was some talk last week about Andy Keogh joining them in January, which would, which would help, but that's obviously two months away. So, in the interim, um, I think they'll be in a world of trouble by the time January comes round. Yep. So, wh- where is he now? Thailand. Keogh's in Thailand. On holiday, or is he playing? He's <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> yeah. It's got a Bintang <laughs> singlet on. Yeah. <laughs> But once again, uh, I mean, Garcia gets sent off a second yellow card, uh, probably a needless tackle, and last week we saw two penalties given away against the Mariners, both mm. needless in the corner of the box. Stuff like that, just that can be coached out, and um, it's not. So there's some real issues there. Yeah, but I mean, Garcia is an old veteran player. He, he doesn't need a coach you know, to tell him that that's mm, a stupid thing better. to do. Yeah. Yeah. He knows fine well himself that you're on a yellow... <laughs> Don't go crashing in for tackles like that. He's not a defender. What, what's he playing at? He, he, he isn't. But do you think that is just him just trying to be a little bit overzealous and, and try and drag his team that he probably looks around him and going, shit, where's anything going to come from this season? Like, where I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to try and do everything. Well, they, I mean, they used to have Jacob Burns for exactly for that. that. Yeah. Uh, but he was good at it. Mm. That's the thing. And Garcia, his speciality not is right. not that aspect of his game. Mm. Uh, his speciality, if he's got one, is runs and service. Uh, yeah, I just I think question marks over Glory's recruitment as well. Guion Fernandez has shown nothing, as far as I can see, uh, worth getting excited about. Uh, Same as the marquee, Diego Castro just hasn't looked like anything special. No, no. Uh, I mean, Shandor. 
Uh, you just got to put on a bad James Bond accent, don't you? <laughs> oh, Shandor. We've been expecting, been expecting that. <laughs> um, yeah, he obviously got ego, but just I think they're really, really going to struggle. Nothing in there that I've seen from them gives me any confidence at yeah. all, really, to be honest. Well, you, you talk about Glory's recruitment. I think the club as a destination is just really been hurt by the last season's goings-on. It's always difficult as a Perth club to get players, given it's, you know, western, west coast. Yep. Um, so I know they were after Dario Vitisic in the off-season and didn't get him. So um, mm. yeah, that clearly has had an effect on the club, mm. clearly. Yeah. And more annoyingly than anything else, I had the draw as my joker and my tipping. Uh, this yeah, week had the draw and was looking good. Yeah, looking very, very good. And I got everything else right as well this week, apart from that one. Oh, did you? Oh no, I didn't get Adelaide right. Didn't get the the first one right. Um, so yeah, that was that was a killer. But Krishna's goal was a cracker. I thought. Yeah, that was a sensational goal. It was. It was a matter of a matter of time for that for that goal to come, wasn't it? The, the Phoenix up front, that top kind of three four. Playing some really nice little one-touch interchange. They did it a few times where the ball got kind of dinked over the top, and Sarpong uh, Krishna did it. You know, just kind of knocked it back into the into the path for someone else to run onto. Yeah, um, which is, you know, some, they're looking pretty good. Yeah, I'm bullish about Wellington. I think they'll be strong. Uh, they had a poor first game, but they actually look like they could have won that game against Newcastle. Mm. Um, and like I said, Sarpong's a really good player. He'll come. He'll get better. Um, Krishna's developing into a, a really good A League player now. Yeah, yeah. And he's been a professional two years or whatever. Yeah. So he's really developing. Phoenix has got too much quality in that midfield and forward line with you know McGlinchey and Bonavazio and those kind of players. Krishna. It's funny. Um, no- definitely be a threat. Nobody seemed to be talking about McGlinchey at the beginning of the season to the point where I actually had to go away and check just to make sure he hadn't been signed <laughs> yeah. by someone else. Uh, but he's still a phenomenal little yeah. player. Yep. He's still got that touch and that vision. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's always been sort of under underrated. Um, there was a seat when, when he was teaming up with um, Burns. Uh, that was a great partnership, and people were really appreciating him then. And the latter couple of months of his Mariners tenure, uh, he was very highly rated. But then just went off the boil, or went under the radar a bit. Uh, but I think him and Krishna. Could be quite a, a lethal little combination this season. Good stuff. Quick, quick last one on. I'm going to go back to Glory slightly and um, and talk about. You mentioned some of their recruitment, which has been not been so good. You could probably go through the A League and pick out the players they've released that are actually doing really well elsewhere, mm. and 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 that could make a a better Perth Glory team than what you've got now. Oh, no doubt. And that's part of their issues in the off-season. Everyone yeah. wanted to leave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah the, the club's a... just stuffed itself up, basically. Yeah. Mm. Nobody but itself to blame, I'm afraid. That's, you know, I have to agree with Kevin. I mean, you, you can't really feel sympathy when they've brought it to cap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they just brought it upon themselves on so many different levels. They took a gamble and it just backfired horribly. It's a shame because I, you know, I inevitably put down Perth Glory as my the team I follow when I'm sort of uh, putting together my fancy yeah. football teams and stuff. Um, but it just they'd make it so hard sometimes, <laughs> <coughs> so hard. Mm. Well, there we go. Well, uh, we we'll keep it quite brief for you today, listeners, uh, because. We're all hungover. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Uh, well, Ben, you can carry on if you want. <laughs> no, no. Me and Kevin need to go for a kebab. <laughs> right, so what... Games coming up this weekend. Games coming up. Sydney Derby. Sydney Derby's your pick, isn't it? Yeah. Saturday night. At the Alliance. Uh, it's a bit of a, bit of a must-win game. For, well, I don't know if it's a must-win game for Western Sydney, but... A good performance is definitely needed, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I reckon. You know, if they're going to try and establish that they've got any hope this season, you're right. You know, they have to show something against Sydney. Uh, if they don't come away with a point, at least fans are going to struggle yep. uh, to to, mm. to maintain that enthusiasm for the side. 
uh, I think. But you know, but Sydney are playing at home, so uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> they stand every chance of getting <laughs> a ten nil win. Yeah. Wanderers, the yeah. other team that that I think need to get, I, I think a win is is the only thing that's going to be acceptable is City against uh, against the Mariners. Definitely, yeah. On uh, on Sunday afternoon, if that isn't if that isn't three points there, then I think. JVS might be uh, getting an awkward knock on the door. Yeah, yeah, it's still early in the season, but I'd imagine the pressure will build pretty quickly on JVS because that yeah. club needs to deliver, yeah, and he's got definitely. a decent squad. There's no excuses this time, I don't think. He's got a very good squad, uh, apart from Corrin. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, yeah, no in no injuries to talk of, specifically. Well, he's got a few, but they're, they're no. getting their players back. Yeah. Yeah, Frangis is out. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Hughes. actually, we yeah. don't know what's happening. Yeah. Do, do we know? Yeah, Zula. What's Zula's He's back. Zula? He's back. Yeah. Probably not fully fit, but mm. on the road. There's a good squad there, at least. Anyway. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Jets victory on Friday night, John. Jets get, yeah, get anything that, there? That's a pretty tough, pretty tough game for the Jets, even even though at home. I mean, um, yeah, I, I, th- I think you'd have to have your money on. On victory, but um, yeah, the Jets have been—you know—they've definitely turned a corner. I think they're much better organised, and there's a good feeling around the place. So, um, yeah, I don't think it'll be a completely one-sided affair. Do you, would you would you say they're um, toothless in attack as well as oh, goalkeeping? <laughs> Too soon. Uh, Too soon. Uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't say uh, that, and you shouldn't, John. So uh, gum. <laughs> You've got some lip, but but what it is? I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to put words and feet into your mouth. Yeah, yeah or teeth. Um, <laughs> no, I think I'd be interesting to see because obviously Birgetti, um, you know, said he wants to um, wants to play. Whether he, he brings out the the face mask, um, you know, they're they, banned. You know, no, I think. What like a Hannibal Lecter style? Yeah, 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 the Lecter style, Batman style. You know, you see it from different players when they break their nose, and that's. I think they are actually now officially banned. Oh, really? I'm sure I saw legislation, FIFA rules, no banning that. Uh, you're not allowed to wear that kind of right. mask at all. Okay. Uh, so yeah, he, if, if he can't suffer having a, a ball to the face, he'd probably best not play, I think. But There's I think, no um, way he's going to be allowed to play. No way. I think, I think part of the Jets' problem is, is depth, and obviously Halidi went off injured and they lost uh, yeah. Bugard in round one with the red, so they're already starting to get tested depth-wise. That's, that's a bit of an issue for, for Scott Miller, the youngest coach in the A-League. <laughs> How old is he? How old is he? Is he he's is... 21 years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's 34. Actually... When, well, when you're the same age as me, that's not, never good, so makes you old. Well, or young, I don't know, both. Yeah. There was there was talk of mind games before the uh, the Sydney FC game. Did you did you see that? Miller, I, between I Miller and Arnold, that. yeah, came out and said, uh, "I'm surprised he he isn't more attacking." And uh, I, I, I quite like that. I think that's more funny. I, I think that's. Well, yeah. I actually heard that. Um, yeah, that was sort of sent over to Arnie, and it, it definitely gave him a bit of um, bit of uh, motivation. So yeah, I, I think it's great. You know, we need more of that. Really. Definitely. Oh, you do, but that's a bit. But that's it. If it. You know, they only won one nil in the end. But if mm. they would have come out all guns blazing and and tried to you know prove a point, you know, that's that's that could have been the the Jets' game plan to to try and hit them on the counter and open up a bit of space yeah. to, for them to move into. Yeah. And and that's that is Sydney's weaker aspect of their game, really, isn't it? They they don't really have a mobile defence. So it's true. Um, yeah, more of that, please. And we've also I'm expecting got... it from a, from such a young guy. Mm, yeah, that's good. Bit of cheek. Um, we've got uh, FFA Cup uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow or night. tonight, yep. probably by the time you hear this. Yes. Uh, snuck up. Who's playing? Perth Glory against Melbourne City over in Perth. Uh, so a big game for Glory, given the start to the A League season. And uh, we've got victory versus I think it's Hume City. Yep. as well so potentially a, a Melbourne derby final if results go according to plan uh, but you know Perth in Perth will be a challenge for City I think mm, yeah. they do have a good record in the cup if that's anything to go on two years history 
And Perth pushing to host the grand final as well. Yeah, well, they got snubbed last year uh, for whatever reason. Adelaide got the rights. Uh, maybe the the timing on the Eastern Seaboard for TV audiences was a big factor. But um, mm-hmm. Perth weren't happy last year and will put their bid in early, even though they haven't qualified just yet. Nothing like counting your chickens. <laughs> I think it's a good thing, though, that Perth didn't win the, the cup in the end because... <laughs> They probably would have lost it due to their... Uh, That's true, course. actually. Well, it's a good question, mm. but does the, no, the salary SF... cap apply to the... It doesn't yeah. apply. Oh, no, no. It, or does it apply to A-League teams? Because it, it definitely doesn't apply to... definitely doesn't apply to NPL sides, but I think teams. you have to be able to play your... You have to play your A-League side in... You have to choose from your A-League squad to yeah. play in the so FFA you couldn't, Cup. So you couldn't get an FFA Cup marquee player. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you can't hire Messi for the FFA Cup. David Trezeguet? <laughs> Is he... Uh, any news on that? I think... Oh, sorry. No, what was that? What was that, John? I was just going to say, um, you know, with the semi-finals being sort of in round... What, round... Between round two and three, it really sort of shows the schedule in the FFA Cup. They need to... I think make it earlier because it's you know it's kind of lost that, that, that those games have fallen on the radar a bit, um, which is you know a bit of a shame. Yeah, well, that, I, I thought the idea was that the FFA Cup final would be Australia Day. Weekend. I'm sure I read that. That I'm was sure we're so, talking about that. So the semi-finals would be kind of January, early January. Yeah. The only problem there, though, is it basically screws over the NPL clubs because their season finishes you know months and months in advance so it's really I mean gives more advantage to the A-League clubs who already have the natural advantage yeah. true yeah. yeah and there's always going to be one in the semi-finals the way the draw is yeah. I suppose rigged for want of a better term I think yeah. the main thing is for the final to be not a weekday uh, it should be a Saturday or a Friday final to actually get that TV audience and that crowd yeah. in because I know in Adelaide last year it was a Wednesday and Probably didn't rate as well as I might have hoped. It, it is this year, though, isn't it? I believe so. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for that. Excellent. Any exciting times. Yes. Well, go out and watch your local team if you're in Perth or Melbourne this, uh, this week. Uh, if not, watch it on TV like us. And uh, buy 442 magazine and join 442fc.com. Yeah. And yeah, all Read these my things. Feature. Read Ben's feature. Give um, us your money. If someone could uh, go and buy me a kebab as well, that'd be uh, that'd be handy. Yeah. So chocolate my, brownie for me actually would be great. Chocolate brownie. Chocolate You're in brownie. luck, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. All right. Let's get let's get out of this place. Ben, thank you for coming again, mate. Pleasure, mate. Lovely to have you here. We it's might not, fun. we won't get you here next week, unfortunately. But you we might have to. Coming to Perth. For the next yes. One? Yes. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Oh, we should do. We should do a four four two road show. We should. Yeah. <laughs> Hyundai, end of the season. I'll get, I'll get on it to Hyundai. If, if you're listening in, just get, get in touch with me. Because I'm over. I'm lazy. Uh, John, thanks, mate. Pleasure as always, fellas. Kev, thanks yeah. as always. Thanks for listening. Thanks to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get that in because nobody ever says it to you. Thankless task. Anyway. Thanks, Adam. Great job. All right. Cheerio, folks. So speak next week.